Joining us on the line is Andrew Pyle from the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management. Great to have you on the line, Andrew. Great to be here, guys. Andrew, last time we talked about the economy, things were looking pretty good. I mean, a cautious pretty good. Uh, but with more information about the plans uh, on many levels of government in terms of the rollout of how to get us back after COVID-19, and I think more importantly, the fact that there's no real dates being set, is that challenging folks' uh, faith in the market? Well, I think it's starting to, John. I think last week was a very interesting week because... Up until Thursday, we were looking at very attractive stock markets, uh, mostly everywhere, but definitely here in Canada and the U.S. Um, there was starting to be more of a focus on not just the reopenings, because we, we know that some of the states have partially reopened. There's talk in Canada of getting back online eventually by the summer. But I think investors really were starting to question whether or not this may be too soon for the reopening, could this create a second wave for the virus? And late last week, we really started to see the conviction, we'll call it that, uh, behind the market begin to fade. And of course, Friday, we had a fairly sharp uh, pullback in stocks. And this morning, uh, we're also looking at U.S. markets pulling back. I wouldn't get too panicked over this right now, John. This This could be just a natural... Uh, and some would say healthy kind of relaxation in the market uh, before we get new information. But we are seeing less conviction than early last week. What do you think the street needs to hear uh, for things to get back to normal in terms of investing? Well, I've been saying for the last week, John, that if we are now starting to get into this partial reopening phase of the pandemic, uh, and, and we'll see it here too, right? We're going to see it in Ontario later this month uh, going into June that investors ultimately want to see whether it's a success or not. In other words, if we can get people starting to go back to work, get the economy getting back online, and we don't see a massive wave of the virus, then the markets, I think, will continue to move higher. They'll, they'll feel confident. But nobody knows right now. And I think there's that uncertainty there that what if, and we, and we saw this in Georgia over the weekend, uh, that the case is starting to balloon again. Uh, that's not the news that investors want to hear. And so it's not a surprise, John, to see uh, the markets behaving the way they're doing this morning just based on the weekend's news. Uh, many investors, I'm hearing stories of, of folks like uh, Warren Buffett who are sitting on stockpiles of cash. They don't even want to get in the market at this point. What do you say about that? Well, yeah, Warren Buffett's a very interesting tale, John and Mel, because... Uh, a lot of investors look to him as as kind of a guru for the market. So in other words, this is a man famous for his quote, uh, you know, never buy never buy in the market when everyone's having a great time. Always look to buy in the market when everyone's panicking and leaving. And that was definitely the case back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when when Warren Buffett stepped in uh, and and picked up companies that were dirt cheap uh, because of the implosion of the markets back then. Uh, he's sitting on $137 billion of cash right now and is not venturing in the market. And not only that, prior to the pandemic, was really getting out of things. So he actually came out, sold all of his stakes in four airlines. Uh, and so I think investors may look at that and say, well, you know what? If Warren Buffett's not in a rush to get back in the market, maybe I shouldn't be either. Um, I think Warren Buffett has lost a little bit of an opportunity here because obviously the, the governments and central banks around the world have really dove into this crisis and support the market. But a very interesting anecdote that he is still sitting there on dry gunpowder 
not yet ready to jump in. But it could also be, I mean, when I look at Warren Buffett and, and I followed him um, somewhat in regards to what he's been doing in the markets, he hasn't made any big investments in in. I mean, several years. So when I look at him, I think also it could possibly be age that he, you know, he has all this money. He just might be done. What, is he, what does he need to do with it? You know, he, he could be, as John says, done with, with essentially uh, uh, what he's got and he's able to walk away. No, it's a great point, Mel, right? And a lot of people look at whether just he's just different now than he was 11 years ago. Mm. I mean, the company that Warren runs, Berkshire Hathaway, I mean, will we'll continue to continue uh, after he leaves, um, you know, he'll take his money and, and, and go. But, you know, the company itself will continue to operate and continue to run companies. Um, so it's, it's, it's a very interesting question whether he's just changed, the company's changed, or is he just worried about something else? He said on the weekend, uh, this is different than 2008, 2009. I think the three of us can agree this morning that, yeah, this is different. But mm-hmm. there's still opportunities, perhaps, in this market um, and it may not be in things like airlines and, and Heinz and, you know, the automakers. It might even be in biotech. But uh, the fact that he's sitting on $137 billion of cash, you know, at some point, even Berkshire investors may ask, when are we stepping back in? Andrew, if people want to find out some more information about what we've talked about or have some other questions, I know that you provide a wealth of information with your newsletter and on your website. Yeah, we still do a newsletter every Friday, John. If they come to our website at pilegroup.ca, they can look at the newsletter. They can sign up for alerts for that. We started doing uh, Thursday conference calls with people uh, every Thursday at 1 o'clock just to keep people updated on COVID-19 and the impacts on the economy and the markets. And again, they can find more information on that at our website. Andrew Powell, thanks for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thank you, John and Mel. You have a wonderful week.